0: And welcome to Liberty Now. I'm your host, John Verd. Thank you for stopping by. This is the show for discerning minds and common sense. We seek the truth and can think for ourselves. I'll be here every Saturday at 10 p.m. following the stories behind the headlines, asking questions, and talking to people who are taking action. Today we're talking about human rights and outright genocide in Burma and elsewhere,
1: the ISIS came around the corner. We didn't even see him. three of them. I'm in the street with Lieutenant, Lieutenant Hussein. Instantly, they open up. We don't see him until the shooting starts. They shoot him six times. They shoot me one time. They're seven yards, now they're four yards away. Oh and my I survived gosh. that. I shouldn't have. I should be dead. Oh, my God! And gosh. I remember afterwards, I thought, God, help me not waste it. Help me not waste it. And um, we feel blessed. And, you know, none of us know how long we're on this earth. I have friends that I believe are a whole lot better than me that have already gone ahead from cancer and car crash or a parachute accident, but that's a mystery. But I believe that for all of us, as long as we're on this world, God wants to use us and be with us.
0: That was my friend, Dave Eubank, founder of the Free Burma Rangers. We met about seven years ago, just a chance meeting at a rest stop outside Seattle. And when I learned about what his, his mission was, what he'd been doing in Burma, I knew that I would have to share his family's incredible story. So let's get into this interview. Dave, I know your time is limited. Are you in Burma now?
1: Yeah, John, I love you, brother. Thanks for putting a light on what's happening and for caring about people all over the world. We love you. Dave Eubank with the Free Burma Rangers and trying to get relief into people under attack now.
0: Dave, when you first told me about the work you were doing, I was um, humbled and amazed before we get into it would you call this a ministry
1: trying to follow god and serve people where we're invited to go and we go to give help that's medical and other humanitarian help hope reminding people that god loves them and then love where even if we're out of medicine out of everything we stand with them or we run with them but we don't leave them and also to help tell their story
0: i I know you have a mission statement but can you tell me your motto for our listeners
1: Well, the motto, which is in the back of all our t-shirts, is love each other, unite and work for freedom, justice, and peace. Forget each other, pray with faith, act with courage, never surrender. And our mission is guilt, to give help, hope, and love to people under attack and get the news out. Yeah.
0: Just to give some background to people who aren't familiar with your work, what is it you're doing and and where are you doing it?
1: We have been serving for 25 years in mostly the ethnic areas in the mountains of Burma. Burma's the longest-running civil war in the world over 70 years. Increased when the military took complete power in a coup on February the 1st this year, and not only killing over 600 of their own people in the street, but also increasing their attack in the ethnic areas. And we have 105-person relief teams among the ethnic peoples, giving help, hope, and love, getting the news out. And our main work, we've also been invited to... Um, Sudan, Kurdistan, Iraq, and Syria, especially Syria, Iraq, and Kurdistan. When ISIS came up, we brought teams from Burma, because they're very good with a lot of experience, over to first the Kurds and Yazidis in Kurdistan, and then later with the Iraqi army helping them in the battle against ISIS in Mosul. Then after that in Syria, where where we have still full time work.
0: Yeah. Now, Dave, you're actually going out there sometimes under fire, literally. And in the backcountry and jungles of these places, risking your life and your helpers to get medical attention to these people. Is that correct?
1: Yes. We are working in conflict areas where people are under attack. Burma, it's by the Burma Army, and we go with them. We welcome people of all faiths and religions, or no religion, as long as they're bound together by love. And with the agreement, they will not run away if people can't run. So... Sometimes we find ourselves under direct fire and let's say we're helping villagers who fled and the Burma armies burned their village and now the Burma is chasing them to the next valley. We stay with those people and that puts you sometimes between the people and the attackers. And we've lost over 30 of our um, rangers, volunteers in Burma. I lost two of my team members in the Middle East, one in Iraq and one in Syria. Many of us have been wounded. Our main job is not to fight. Our main job is to be with people who are under attack.
0: Right if there is any fire or weapon usage, it's, it's all defensive, of course. Um, and you're just trying to get these people evacuated out of harm's way.
1: Yeah, correct. A lot of our teams in Burma don't even have weapons, not because they don't want them because they can't get them, right, but they still have to serve their people. And in some areas, in the Middle East, most people have weapons, but whether you have them or you don't have them, you help these people and stay with them, not to attack the enemy, but to help these people and stay with them. And then, You can defend yourself and them if you have something. And if you don't, you still have to stay with the people.
0: Right. This brings me, I wanted to get into a little bit of your your background, Dave. You were in the military, correct? So you have some experience there?
1: Yeah, I grew up in Thailand as a son of missionaries. My parents are in their 90s now. My mom's 89, my dad's 91. They're still here, still active.
0: Wow, amazing. And
1: they showed me what it meant to follow Jesus. And of course, each person has to discover that themselves. But I did, that Jesus was real for me. And my parents are still here serving, active, 100 miles an hour. And after high school, I went to Texas A&M University, where I was commissioned as an officer in the Army. I was down in Panama with the infantry. And then I was with a second Ranger battalion, tune leader. And then I went to special forces and was as a team leader, attachment commander. All together, just about 10 years, I got out, went to seminary, and in the middle of was invited by the people of Burma in 1993 to come and help. And so my wife and I, we actually got married in Malibu on the ocean, well, on the beach, and then went straight and And we've been working here ever since.
0: Wow. So you have your wife there and you have three children. Is that right?
1: Yes. And they've all grown up here. My son, Peter, for example, was three weeks old. My wife, with her hand on my backpack behind me, lines with no lights, with a little nursing kid. But that's just like the ethnic people have to do all the time. And two daughters have grown up here. My daughters are now 18 and 20. And my son is 15. And my 20 is with me right now here in Burma. And my 18-year-old is um, online across the border having, taking a test. And my son is online taking another test. Temporarily for the next few weeks, not with me, but they'll rejoin me in a month or in about three weeks.
0: Yeah, you guys are just nonstop. I just really want to let you know how much I appreciate you just taking time to talk right now. Uh, h- how do you keep yourself going there? Not just financially, but emotionally, both ways.
1: You know, we, we, every morning we try to have devotions and pray together before we start the day. Um, if there's shooting happening and fighting, the devotion could be this fast. God, help us. Go.
0: <laughs> yeah, if we have yeah. more
1: time, we, we pray together. And today we're just talk, we were talking just about that. And, um, I think the, the key is God, did you, did you send me here? Cause if I sent myself, it, it's not going to last or the, the results won't be good no matter how much I like it or I won't like it. But if you sent me here, no matter how I feel, you're going to give me the strength to complete this mission. So the first thing is strong all the time, God, where do you want us? We're going to obey you. And then second, ask for his help and strength. And so to me, this work, motivates me because, A, spiritually, I feel this is where God has us. And yeah. then next is, I love these people, and they love us. And then next is intellectual. Oppression is wrong. And then the last is physical. And so to me, I like it. I like running around the jungle. I like helping people here. It doesn't, doesn't completely flip me out when they're shooting. <laughs> so as long as for me, I can, yeah, the spiritual first and the intellectual and emotional together are second, and the physical last, then it's fun most of the time. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I keep going because I love it. I'm grateful God sent me and I love these people.
0: Well, it's got to feel good knowing that you have helped save some lives. And I have to say, God must want you there because some of the stories I've seen, it's miraculous that you're still alive. I don't know what else, but God's grace could keep you and your family all alive for this long.
1: Yes, it is God. And you know, we don't, like we're like Mr. Bean. A master, m- imagine Mr. <laughs> Bean surviving real firefights, being in the wrong place at the wrong time because he did something stupid. Right? And we do that and going, God, I do not deserve this. Yeah. I remember once uh, in the battle, the ISIS came around the corner. We didn't even see him, three of them. I'm in the street with Lieutenant, Lieutenant Hussein. Instantly they open up. We don't see him until the shooting starts. They shoot him six times. They shoot me one time. They're seven yards. Now they're four yards away. Oh and my I survived gosh. that. I shouldn't have. I should be dead.
0: Oh, my God! And gosh. I
1: remember afterwards, I thought, God, help me not waste it. Help me not waste it. And um, we feel blessed. And, you know, none of us know how long we're on this earth. I have friends that I believe are a whole lot better than me that have already gone ahead from cancer and car crash or a parachute accident. But that's a mystery. But yeah. I believe that for all of us, as long as we're on this world, God wants to use us and be with us.
0: Amen. So... You know, one of my questions I, I typically ask is, you know, why, why should people care about this? I mean, after hearing some of your stories, I don't know how anyone could not care about this, but you are on the other side of the world from most Western developed uh, nations where they're not thinking about, you know, what they're going to have for dinner or whether they're going to be driven out of their village by gunfire at any given moment. How can we, uh, you know, get people to, you know, really care about this? How, how do we get people motivated
1: Well, I appreciate your podcast. That's one way of getting the news out. Yep. You know, we want to inform people so they know in their minds and then touch their hearts, their hands can go into action because everybody wants to help. And I I feel that in the the last mission a couple of months ago, and a lot of fighting, a lot of displacement because of people like you and others around the world, money, advocating food to feed every single person displaced. And that's just, to be able to go and go, hey, we can help you for a month. Wow. Yeah. And we're not doing that because people like you and others in America and around the world care. And so it's a team effort. Yeah. And that feels useful. I think, you know, number one, we need prayer. The people here need prayer. Number two, advocacy, talking to your government representatives saying we should help in Burma, directly help the ethics under attack, humanitarian help. Same with a civil disobedience movement. Recognize them politically. Give them a platform, work with them, and intervene if they're getting killed. I mean, that's normal. Yeah. Um, intervene directly or intervene indirectly through the groups that are already here. But I think this advocacy to your representative is good. Sending About sending funds. Maybe God doesn't want you to send funds. Maybe he wants you to go. Right. But send funds, and people like us and others can buy food, shelter, and medicine. So I think those are, those are some of the ways.
0: You know, yeah. Well, one of my motivations is, you know, I have always had a very strong sense of justice and, you know, I want to do whatever I can. If I can reach people with this, even just a couple that, you know, bring your work to their attention, feel like maybe it's doing something. And, you know, if I could have a call to action, if you could have a call to action, Dave, would it be to uh, buy your DVD? Um, Would it be to uh, make donations directly or, or whatever they're called to do, I guess?
1: Yeah, I think my first call to action is each person who listens is pray because God has made you unique and you have unique abilities and interests and roles. We can't all be everywhere. We can be one place at a time. And so pray. And God may want you to support something else closer to you that you haven't supported. Or God may want you to volunteer or go somewhere. Or sometimes, like in my case, I just need to be nicer to my wife and my kids and my teammates. (laughs) And uh, whatever it is, we, we ask God, and ask for forgiveness and, you know, love each other. And then in terms of Free Bum Rangers, yeah, we have a website, www.freebumrangers.org. I wrote a book called Do This for Love, Freedom Rangers in the Battle of Mosul. You can buy it on Amazon. All the proceeds go to the work, not to me. Okay. And the same, we have a, a documentary you can get on Amazon called Free Bum Rangers." the same. Anything we get goes into the work. And if people wonder, well, how do you guys get taken care of? Well, I have a lot of friends that um, help my family, take care of my family. We don't make a lot we don't make a lot at all by american standards we probably don't make enough but we make enough for here and you yeah. know we had no money for example to send my girls to school zero money is no way but friends got together and are putting them to school and they're doing good themselves so we're taken care of and we have we have um all we need and i love being in the jungle it's even cheaper so <laughs> yeah. but in terms of the work in terms of supporting the medical care and food for displaced people, and the training and equipping of our ethnic relief teams. Yeah, people can send funds uh, through our website. They can contact their congressman. I think that's really important now. Is contact your congressman because U.S. right now is debating what policy, what they're going to do about Burma. Right now, so wow, okay, a good, time. good timing. Encourage your congressman to intervene. Okay, and um, we're one of the ways that they, one of the avenues they can help people through. There's others too. Every one of the ethnic armed groups have their own humanitarian wing, but operate with humanitarian principles and do great work.
0: Yeah. So what would be the best channel for people? Do do you have a um, like a prepared statement or something that people could send to their congressman?
1: John, that's a great question. We have kind of a dated one. And I just talked to my staff last night. I told them I'd have one done today. Okay. so. I I will send that to you when I'm done.
0: Yeah, you get that to me, and I will post it up on the website. If you're just tuning in, this is John Verd on Liberty Now On Air, a weekly broadcast slash podcast on 96.9 Plains FM Christchurch. You can also subscribe to the podcast in iTunes at Liberty Now On Air. To get the links, files, and show notes for this episode, please head over to libertynow.com. Do go check it out. Look at the show notes, books, documentaries that will help support free Burma Rangers working on humanitarian issues in Asia and around the world.
1: Basically, it goes around the three things I said. Direct humanitarian support, recognition of the ethnics and the Burman resistance, uh-huh. political recognition and support, and then indirect or direct intervention. Those three things are what we're asking for.
0: Okay. I will post those up. Thanks. Yeah. For anybody who has not seen this documentary, um, I highly recommend it. Again, the money goes to support free Burma Rangers, the important work that they're doing to stop genocide around the world. And I have to say it was, it was heartbreaking and inspiring um, I was nearly in tears in many parts of the documentary, and um, I just have to say, God bless your work, my friend. It's amazing what you're doing.
1: John, thank yeah. you, man. I, I can't believe you care this much, you, and Jesus name for how you encourage us and put a light on, and for illuminating this part of the world, and for how you educate and inspire and lead people to action, how you help all of us feel useful and wor- worthwhile. That's God's work. So God bless you in Jesus' name.
0: Thank you, sir. Um, So uh, what are you working on right now? What's your big focus at the moment?
1: Uh, We have three of them at the moment. One of them is getting relief to those 20 plus thousand newly displaced in northern Korean state from these attacks. And that's our normal. It's just ramped up. but At the same time, we've got our team in Syria responding to attacks there. So that's one effort, you know, within two within one. And then the next is taking care of and giving training to young men and women who fled the cities of Burma into the ethnic areas and help train them in medical and information to send them back to help their country. And then the third is trying to help highly ranking people that the the junta wants to arrest and kill, help them get out.
0: Okay, good. We'll see what we can do to get some more eyeballs on your work there. Uh, A couple extra questions if, if you have a moment, Dave. Yeah. For you personally. Who would you say has had the biggest impact on your life or in the work that you're doing?
1: Well, it would be Jesus, the merciful, <laughs> merciful one. Yeah. And my, um, after that, it would be my mother and father and my wife and kids. Awesome. And then after that, it would be all the teammates I work with here in Burma.
0: Yeah. I've seen some of them in your documentary. You've got some amazing people working for you, too
1: with you oh my gosh yeah they're awesome they're funny in real life they're much even funnier man (laughs) they're like they're like going to war with captain jack sparrow and the hobbits
0: (laughs) oh man i'm glad that you're able to have some levity and you you can have a light heart that seems to me to be god's work in you because i don't know how many people would have the strength to carry on with what you're doing
1: well you know i think we all have the strength to do what God has us do. And we're all good at different things. And what's hard for one person is not hard for the other. Right. And so when we, when you're doing what you're made to do, it's really not very hard. Right. Um, if you do more than you're supposed to do, then it gets hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's, that's... but I found that when God wants you to do it, he gives you the strength. Sometimes I remember once I was so tired and so beat up and I was starting to get physically sick and I lay in my hammock and thought, good. I'll be happily sick. I don't have to do anything. (laughs) I wanted to be sick. I just want to get out of it. And I thought, no, 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 Dave. And then I thought, well, if I pray to God, then he'll heal me. And I got to do this work again. (laughs) And so I prayed and I got better. And I thought, okay, he wants me to do it. And, you know, I prayed for many things that didn't come true. I prayed for friends who died in my arms. So I don't, it's a mystery to me. But I only know that God has given the world to all of us humans to do good or bad. And we have freedom. That's how bad can happen but he always brings good from bad if we follow him and yeah. it's, it's a choice to add to the beauty or add to the destruction. And so I, I want to add to the beauty and I'm grateful that God forgives me my sins and my mistakes.
0: Wise words. Dave, do you have any books that you recommend to people? Anything that's had a big impact on you?
1: Yeah. Spirit of the Rainforest nice. by Mark Ritchie. It's a very different kind of book. Okay. Um, Storm of Steel. It's originally in German, translated to English, about a German soldier's viewpoint, World War One. Wow. Cool. Les Mis, Les Miserables. Oh, yeah? By Victor Hugo. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Nice.
1: And, well, I, I read all the time. So I, I just finished the book called A Handful of Hard Men about the Rhodesian SAS. I love it. Oh, wow. Cool. And I read every day. So those are the ones that pop to my head first.
0: You know, um, I read a lot too and I I feel like a lot of the misunderstanding and division and things that are happening in the world right now are partially at least because people are not doing very much reading behind the scenes or the headlines they're just accepting at face value what they see on mainstream media and uh, one of the reasons for my you know wanting to get this podcast going to sort of expose the corruption and all these things that are going on is because I have done the reading. I have been reading white papers and, um, you know, I don't know if you've been looking at geopolitically, like what the globalists are planning for us, but I I see this one world government plan, uh, beginning to come to fruition. It's not conspiracy theory. It's, it is conspiracy. It's been going on for many years. Where do you see the world headed now yourself?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the world is going. I just know that God is bigger and there's always been troubles, and you're either going to line yourself up on his side and work for good, or you're going to be on the other side, or you're be in the middle and swept away by the other side.
0: Yeah. Dave, do you have any alternative news sites, websites, or blogs that you recommend for people who are looking for the truth? Of course, Free Burma Rangers. Any others?
1: You know, most of the time I'm in the field. I spend, I spend most of the year in Iraq, Syria, or walking in Burma. I rarely get a chance to look at news. So I when I do... Yeah. I look at a bunch of different stuff at once. And even then, I can tell a lot of it's not that deep. But, for example, for the Middle East, I read Rudaw, which is the Kurdish publication. Rudaw in English, R-U-D-A-W. In English, that's mostly focused on Kurdistan. I read a service called News Now, Iraq News Now. It's just all it is is a bunch of articles from all over the world. But if you read them all, you you know, for example, Iraq News Now, when you look at it, you'll get the top 10 major newspapers in the world telling the same story, but not the same way. Because the Iranians can going to say one thing, the Americans can say another. Yes. And you look at, look at both sides. Um, Al-Monitor is very good for the Middle East. For Burma, I trust um, our reports because our guys make them. And uh, Irrawaddy is good for Burma. And News 11 and Misma was good, but they got shut down by the government. Oh, uh. And so I just read a lot. I read the Bangkok Post. I read BBC, Fox News, CNN sometimes to get a, just a different look at it. Yep. Um, World Magazine, it's a Christian publication I like. Uh, I have friends with Jerusalem Post, so I read that. And then I have friends in the New York Times, so I read that. And the, the Washington Post and the Washington Times, read them both. I have friends in each. Yep. And so I just try to read as many as I can from different angles CBN, you know, Christian Broadcasting, and I like TBN, Trinity Broadcasting. Yep. If I'm around, I'll, try, I'll look at like six different sources for one story.
0: Yeah. And- I think that's really smart. I try to encourage my friends and family to do the same instead of just taking at face value one news story or one headline that it, it almost always has some spin, especially the mainstream. But if you can look at the same story from about five or six different other publications, you know, right, left, center, you know, alternative, mainstream, I think you start to get a little better picture of the reality.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Some news agencies are completely untrustworthy on certain topics because they are so agenda driven. They've lost all objective ability to report. But those same agencies sometimes in some international instances really will have a good story.
0: Yes. So, yeah, I think it, it's good to take it all together and and with yep. a grain of salt
1: <laughs> yeah and and you know even when we're here and telling a story to a journalist who's a friend and who tries to tell the truth you're relaying it and there's misunderstandings I've had journalists you know make a lot of mistakes about what we do not intentionally at all just human misunderstanding and off it goes is the wrong answer so that's another reason to keep just to, to watch it but usually a good news source will correct itself over time
0: right Right. Yeah, I try to be, I mean, I, I of course, have my own um, slant. I mean, how I look at things, you know, I, I tend to be more conservative, but I try to be as objective as I possibly can. I try to find as much evidence for what I'm saying as I can. And um, I think that's the best we can do.
1: Yep. Well, we all have our viewpoints. And, yep. you know, even the Bible is written by people. So they're, 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 they're only objective as they can be. They're subjective as well. Yeah. Um yeah. but there's truth. The truth always shines through.
0: Right. Yep. I yeah. That's another thing I, I really try to stress. There is and always will be only one truth about anything. And it's contrary to what Oprah Winfrey might say about, yep. you know, finding your truth. <laughs> <laughs> what one other thing I, I was gonna ask you, Dave, is the truth
1: works pretty good until the guy who found his truth is ten times bigger than you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly. It works good until then. Exactly. So, Dave, if and when you ever get any free time, what do you enjoy doing in your downtime?
1: I enjoy the most doing this. And I thank God it's physical, too. You know, I was just yesterday swimming up a beautiful gorge with oh. our new trainees. That's just cool. Oh, and, yeah. Um, we have horses that move supplies, so I get to ride them. And when I'm not in Burma or when I'm visiting America as a family, we like to, we're not good at anything, but we like to <laughs> surf. And we climb mountains. Um, We do technical climbing, like in the North Cascades. My son, Peter, is the youngest person at six to climb Mount Rainier and the Grand Teton.
0: Wow. And
1: we climb peaks all over the U.S. We ride horses. Uh, We're all skydivers. My kids, because they're young, too young for America, they had to jump in Europe. Um, We like to hunt, climb, swim, surf, rodeo. My girls and my son rodeo that's and awesome the girls are playing polo now at a&m so we love sports
0: uh brilliant that's awesome awesome I, I, and of course i have that bias coming from the fitness industry and having uh coached lots of people over the years you know i think it's one of the best things you can do for your mind as well is just stay physically active
1: yeah i'm 60 man i'm a broken dude but i still love to play so well
0: that's awesome dave i really hope that we can help and hope that listeners will do whatever they feel called to do Is there anything you'd like to say to anybody listening to the podcast?
1: Yeah. Love God, love each other, and don't give up. And God bless you in Jesus' name with all you need, protect you, help you solve all problems that are needed to be solved in your life and the life of the loved ones around you. And may God bless you for all you do. In Jesus' name, amen
0: amen i appreciate you dave <laughs>
1: John, i hope we link back up face to face sometime yeah me too appreciate it brother all right all right god all bless right. you man
0: god bless you too take care